Hello, PlayStation Chat listeners. Uh, we have a special interview for you today, and we are joined by Duncan Flett, the PR from Q Games. Hello, Duncan. Hello. How you doing? Hello, Duncan. Not bad. Not bad. How are you? All right. Good. Good. Thank you. It's uh, the evening here in Japan, and nights are drawing in, and it's getting all autumnal. So, uh, yeah, it's a nice place to be, though. It's, um, yeah. Yeah. We we could yeah, have been recording lucky, at one o'clock in the small uh, one o'clock this morning. Um, yeah, <laughs> as the alternative to to yeah. one o'clock in the afternoon, that which was the is time I gave you, wasn't it? Sorry, <laughs> yeah, that wasn't that's so, all right. So good. <laughs> that was almost very dangerous. Yeah, we could have done it after you guys got back from the pub, I suppose, and a bit scary <laughs> mess. Uh, that wouldn't have worked so well. Yeah. Right, let's kick off the question, Zippy, if you'd like to go first. Righty ho. Uh, I've got a question or a few questions here from. How do you pronounce this? Jong Warriors. <laughs> and he is from the uh, VGEVO forum. And uh, he's got a few questions. The first of which is uh, Do Q Games want to do anything besides PSN titles? Um, that's well, um, Q Games started in 2001. And the first couple of years, we were involved in research. Now, research in the computer games industry can mean a lot of things, but it was mostly MMORPG work for. Um, uh, a number of clients so that wasn't directly um, Sony or PSN related well, there wasn't any PSN back then um, and then we did a small game called DigiDrive and uh, Nintendo uh, that was uh, on the bit generations for the, uh, the, the Game Boy Mini and, and then there was a game Star Fox Command for the DS so that was not for the PSN obviously that was for um, uh, do a barrel roll yeah that's the one. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, um, and then after that, yes, then uh, Pixel Junk was, was born. Um, and that's obviously that's on PSN. So I think that's probably where most people have heard of, of Q Games uh, in the last mm. few years, I suppose. But we're still, you know, um, involved and working closely with uh, Nintendo. They're a they're, um, good partner for us. And... Uh, um, but no, so I suppose you know we we, we have our fingers in a, in a couple of pies, and uh, um, PSN is one of them. Um, but yeah, we have uh, great great hopes for the future of PSN. Nice. And uh, where do all these amazing game ideas come from? Basically, from the company. We've got uh, four, about forty staff, and maybe around about twenty five Japanese staff, um, mostly from the the Kansai area, Kansai. In Japan, refers to uh, Kyoto, Osaka, Kobe, Nara, um, collection of four cities. That uh, I suppose the antithesis of that would be Kanto, which is the Tokyo area. Right. Um, uh, and 
15 non-Japanese staff, so French, Italian, British, American, um, uh, Taiwanese. Um, and so that's that's a real mishmash, and so um, it's an ideas fest. You know, anyone's welcome to pitch an idea, and all you have to do is put, put a concept sheet together and, and then sell it to the other people in the company. And if you get enough people back in your idea, it, it'll get made. Oh, so, very cool. Yeah, so, you know, it's... Is there it's... a bit of a... Carry on, sorry. sorry. I was going to say, is there a bit of a uh, language barrier with you guys because there's so many nationalities and, and stuff? Yeah, I mean, obviously, when, when the first... Um, when we hire someone from overseas, uh, if they have a bit of Japanese language ability, that's 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 a help, but it's, um, it's not a deal-breaker. Um, we find that when people get over here and they start to become... Well, once they start to work, you know, the company, the lingua franca in Q Games is, is Japanese. So uh, you get good pretty quick. Mm. Um, I mean, that's not to say that they're, you know, they're, they're Q Games programmers, once they finish work, spend their leisure time leafing through Japanese classical literature, you know. And, <laughs> I, I mean, you you learn the Japanese, you need to, to make it work in the workplace. Um, yeah. To get, to get your message across. It doesn't have to be pretty. Um but uh, no, you know, um, it's 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 quite a life-changing experience, I think, for a lot of the people that come and work at Q Games, and, and learning Japanese is just one of those things that that's a benefit. Yeah. Mm. Very cool. Um, so, in regards to future Pixel Junk titles, um, would you consider Pixel Junk FPS or RPG? Well, you've seen the first few games in this series are. Um, up to four games now, and, and uh, we're due for six in this first series of Pixel Junk games, so we're going to have two more. Mm-hmm. And they're 2D, and 2D, and we're trying to crank them out as quickly as we can, because that's good for us, and it's good for the people that uh, enjoy our games. So, you know, an eight-month production cycle, let's say, um, quicker if possible, but let's say eight months, and that... Uh, Something like an FPS or an RPG, it's it's probably just too much work, you know. To be honest, mm. um, an FPS would have to be three three D really to be any fun, and an RPG yeah. you'd need, you know, it's like writing a book, isn't it? An RPG. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and that, um, I, think, I mean, they, they, they don't really fit. I don't think, you know, we, we're looking at simple, fun two D games that. Literally anyone can pick up, have a great time with. We're not talking about 45 hours of gameplay or anything like that, you know. Nothing that's going to take you away from your wife and kids and the next time they see you, you look like a different dude. You know, <laughs> yes. this, these are like, you know, 10 hours of fun, you know, something like that. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. uh, um, I mean, of course you can play for 45 hours, 45 hours if you want to, but it's not, you know, we're not, we're not competing with Final Fantasy here, you know. It's, uh, mm. it's a different kind of thing. So, um, yeah. yeah. Well, I know people who have sunk that much time into uh, Monsters. Ah, uh, yeah, so. Monsters is a special one. Yeah, that, <laughs> that 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 turned out to be. Yeah, that certainly does eat away at your at your life. But uh, yeah. Um, right, these are all questions from the same guy, and this is slightly off topic now, but he did want us to ask this or her. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Um, right. Who would win in a fight, John Rambo or John McClane? <laughs> Um, that's a good question. I would have to say that uh, John Rambo gets the nod because John McClane is difficult 
to kill. He's stubborn. He doesn't appear to want to die. Or, you know, <laughs> or those two Nazi brothers or something tried to make it work, didn't they? In yeah. Two movies. But uh, John Rambo is a machine of war, isn't he? He's a killing machine. So mm. I can't see much standing in the way of John Rambo. However, having read the first book, First Blood, the, the very first book, um, he kills himself at the end of that book. Oh. I don't know if you have you read the, the no. Rambo book. <laughs> no, I haven't, but no, no, so, no. so um, that made the sequel a surprise. Um, <laughs> yeah, he eats a gun at the end of that one. Wow! So, wow! So that's uh, well, I mean, not literally, you know, he just <laughs> yeah, yeah, chips, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so I suppose, well, technically speaking, John Rambo is the only one that's turned up dead out of those two. John McClane, as I know, is still very much alive, isn't he? Oh. Mm. Still, uh, that's an interesting one. Um, next game, uh, game question: Are there any crazy picks for junk games that never made it to the light of day? Um, this could include concepts. Um, yes, basically, uh, is the short answer to that. There are. Uh, um, I don't know if crazy is the right word, but yes, I mean that we have some very interesting ideas, um, um, and probably maybe 30 or 40 um, things that made it to the paper planning stage. Um, an actual, well, if you say concept, you mean like prototyping and stuff like that. We don't we don't take much forward to prototyping because we're usually pretty pretty rock-solid sure on something that's going to work when we mm. take it to prototype stage. So, yeah, in concept, all sorts of stuff gets thrashed out. And uh, I think you've probably seen Dylan, our, our CEO, he's um, done some TV um a lot of TV on Pixel Junk series, and he's often yeah. showing, I don't know, like 10 or 15 different pieces of the concept art that we've done for some of them. Yeah. Um, you know, there's one that's look from above, it looks like a, uh, an airport terminal. There's lots of little planes and stuff like that, and, uh, wow. you know, some sort of air traffic control thing or something like that. And that I don't think that ever any got any further than that. Uh, but, you know, no, there's been some nice ideas, really. Um, yeah, I know um, Jung Warriors did kind of suggest a sex simulator, but I'm not sure that one would uh, would work too well. Oh, well, hell, if it's, if it's 2D, <laughs> you know, <laughs> we can get it done in eight months. <laughs> you know, Anything's possible. Know, anything's possible, yeah, I suppose so. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll bring it up with senior management. I'll, I'll run that by them. Okay, let us know how that goes then. Yeah, I will do, yeah. <laughs> uh, right, a question from Gamers542 says, will your next Pixel Junk title have more than two words? Uh, you mean like Pixel Junk something something as opposed to Pixel Junk something? Yeah. I, uh, so. I think the answer to that is no. I think what we're trying to do there is is create uh, just a common theme throughout the first series of Pixel Junk at least. And the, the, the common, simple common theme is that uh, it's 2D, you know. Yeah. So mm-hmm. um, I think people, we have to give... You know, we have to almost make it Pavlovian. So it's pixel junk, whatever. And then as soon as they hear the one word after pixel junk, they're like two D far and zombie <laughs> so like towards towards their PlayStation Three. So you're not looking for games like super powered, yeah, rocket. Yeah. No, super. Was, a- was it acrobatic, super powered rocket? Supersonic uh, acrobatic rocket powered battle cars. That's the one. Nice. Uh, with with, that. with pixel junk at the front of all that. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, well, no. <laughs> um, 
I, I suppose. Um, no, we, we always try and keep it simple. And, you know, we actually got quite a lot of stick for shoot, for shooter, for choosing the name shooter, uh, from the, from all the, the, the suggestions that we had. Do you remember we had that, uh, we put yeah, it. Yeah, the contest, wasn't it? That's right. Yeah, yeah. And you know, we put it to the public and then we got all these great, uh, suggestions like pixel junk elements and stuff like that. And, uh, yeah. and, you know, shooter got the nod and then, uh, and then some people were kind of upset. Well, like, oh, that's a boring name. Well, what's all that about? You know. And uh, <laughs> I mean, it just adds to the charm of its simplicity, I guess. Yeah, and it, and it is. You know, it, it is. It is what it is. The game is the shooter. You know, you you, you can't. You, you don't go around handing out bouquets of flowers during the game. You, you you're raining death <laughs> that's, and. That's a good concept, though. Yeah, yeah, you <laughs> do that. Dunk, Flower bouquet. sales. Yeah. Well, if if that becomes number five, then you heard it here first. Um, <laughs> So yeah, no, it's um, it's a shooter and it, and it does sum up the game. So yeah, we try and keep it simple for the for this first series of Pixel Junk at least. Um, um, second series of Pixel Junk, who knows? We haven't really. Might that be on the uh, PS4? Um, no, I, I, I don't. I don't know. I think this PS3 is going to be around for a while. No. Maybe yeah, I would. Like, yeah, I would have thought so. Yeah. I think so. You're looking at a, I don't know, about a decade, maybe. Well, maybe a decade of. Like how? What, what is the PlayStation Two now? PlayStation Two is nine years old. Is it? Oh, yeah, is that right? yeah must about be. that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and this has firmware updates as well, so it we could yeah. yeah. PlayStation Three can can do a lot of stuff or whatever. Whatever the Sony advert. Sony <laughs> <laughs> I think it's something a bit more snappy than that, isn't it? Yeah, we yeah, are the best. Um, so no, I think the you know um, PS Three will be around for a while, and and uh, Pixel Junk Series Two. Um, when we get around to that, uh, we'll, we'll we'll sit very nicely on on uh, PS3, I'm sure. Mm. Mm. Very cool. Um, uh, w- uh, this is from Sting HP, uh, and he asked, "What does Q Games, uh, or w- what does that name stand for, if anything?" Well, this is a, a nice question. D- uh, Dylan, who set up Q Games, uh, he was this is him back in 2001. He was kind of a bit tired of uh, um, software companies and developers that were setting up the names was like fab- fantabulous entertainment and you know <laughs> yeah. jaw droppingly fabulous games. <laughs> so yeah, he's simply eccentric, took, isn't it? Yeah, he took he's a bit of a he's a bit of a British eccentric, didn't and he? And he just took a, a letter. And the reason he chose Q was he's got a love of James Bond. Oh, and if you remember Q was the gadget guy. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and, uh, yeah. that was, uh, um, yeah, that was, that was, I think that was something that, uh, struck a chord at least with Dylan, you know. Mm. Nice. So, it's very cool. Man. Yeah, no, I mean, no, it's nice. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know if he shouts it from the rooftops because I think it was, you know, just in case we get sued by the estate of Ian Fleming, but, it's, uh, no, it's, uh, no, I think it's, you know, it's, it's genuine, um, genuine, uh, Homage and respect to to what Q stood for, you know, like a love of technology and yeah, yeah, yeah. So could they uh, copyright a letter though? <laughs> I think anything is possible. <laughs> they probably copyright the high Disney, I imagine. In the games. Yeah, Disney, exactly. Yeah. So, um, right. Let's see. He also asked, "How excited are you that Pixel Junk Monsters is releasing on the PSP?" Well, I mean, the team was excited from you know making this. Um, because it's it's partly a port and and then it's a lot of new content as well you know new island and new new enemies and new uh, towers and 
because um, you know pixel junk monsters is as we were mentioning earlier it's quite an addictive game and um, for a download game on the PlayStation Store, we've got a total. I mean, we're well over two hundred thousand uh, uh-huh. paid downloads now, which is which is a lot for us. We're a little company, so we're, we're very happy with that. Um, so we thought, you know, yeah, well, you know, it's all of these things. You know, when you, when you try to do something new, and we're not a wealthy company, we're not turning up to work, and you know, we don't have a Bentley each or anything like that. So um, sure. we it has to work commercially. Um, at the end of the day, so uh, PSP was seemed like a, a good fit, you know, nice um, synergy. Yeah, uh, it plays well on there, sits well on the on the PSP, and it and it's there's a lot of content there. Uh, so if you love Pixel Junk Monsters and you and you've rainbowed everything, you know, uh, on mm. the game and the expansion pack, you, you you'll like the, you'll like the PSP game because there's just more challenges there. Hmm. Yeah, this next question kind of goes along with that, but do you have plans to release any more of the current lineup or future games on the PSP? Oh, we'll just see how Pixel Junk Monsters does on the PSP. Um, we, it's new to us, you know, we, we, this is the first time we've uh, um, done anything like this um, for the PSP, mm-hmm. so we need to see. I mean, it's all, it's, everything's new, isn't it? I mean, the PSP Go's only been out, what, two weeks or something? Maybe. Like that? Mm, yeah. yeah. Um, so... You know, we need we need to get some data back from our friends at Sony and see what's going on. Um, but uh, no, we're, we're quietly optimistic. You know. Hmm. Yeah. Cool. Very good. Um, right. Let's see. These are questions from Random, and apparently these questions are from the host of our podcast network's 360 show. Oh. Okay. A bit strange. Um, uh-huh. He asks, "Are you?" Oh, sorry, hang on. Are any plans in the works to release on other platforms, PC, 360, Wii, etc.? Uh, I presume this is about Pixel Junk. Um, yeah. Mm. Pixel Junk, no. Um, we'll, for the time being, uh, remain a, a PlayStation Network uh, PS3. Uh, or, let's say Sony. Um, uh, only. Uh, Glad to hear it. Yeah, that's... Um, that's not to say that... It, I don't think these games could couldn't run well. Uh, my son is asking me to turn the light on in the toilet because <laughs> he wants to go for a pee, but he doesn't want to pee all over the floor. Well, that's that's good. We can wait if you want to turn on the light. No, no, my my. Unless my, you're in my, the toilet. My wife's doing it now. Now a toilet isn't that big. <laughs> um, so I'm sorry. Yeah, you get um, crazy Japanese toilets, don't you? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we we um, yeah, ours is a regular toilet. Unfortunately, we'll save up and get a crazy one. But uh, um, no, as, as for seeing um, Pixel Junk on, on other platforms, uh, I think it could be could be done. But uh, I know I know on the programming side, um, our programmers are very very excited every day to come in and work on that on the cell processor and all the stuff, all the optimizing they can do on that. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I'm, I'm, I wish I could tell you more about it. I don't have a technical background, uh, but I know our programmers get all frothy in the mouth and stuff when they start talking about the cell. They love that thing, man. So um, I think it's a lot of fun to work with. You, you know, even on something very simple like a 2D game like um, Pixel Junk Shooter. But you know, Pixel Junk Shooter, we're moving on the screen. You know, on 1080p, we're moving. We're doing um, fluid. Fluid um, simulation—it's uh, a particle simulation, isn't it? Fluids, 
Um, it's that's that's a lot of math, you know, and uh, it's kind of I think it's fun for these guys. Again, I'm not saying you couldn't do it on a PC or a 360, but I know I know they love to to, to use the cell on this stuff. Well, you know they can't really. It's just impossible. <laughs> <laughs> We're not fanboys at all. Um, so another question from Random. Uh, are there any plans to make a Monsters 2 or a expansion to it? And I guess the same oh. question could go for anything in the Pixel Jam franchise. Yeah, well, in, in, in many ways, um, the, the PSP uh, Monsters Deluxe, Pixel Jam Monsters Deluxe is the name of the PSP game. And, and that's basically Monsters 2 um, by another name. Yeah. Um, Further expansions of uh, existing pixel junk games. Well, that really depends on how they're received. You know, the reason that we chose Monsters to go to the PSP was, uh, you know, the, it was really overwhelmingly the um, a, a favourite game of people on the, on on um, the, the PSN, and it's not. I'm not talking about just sales. I mean, it's the free, the feedback we get, you know, the emails we get saying this is this this game is really awesome. Please make some more levels, you know, so I can rainbow them. Yeah. So and that's really yeah. that's really nice. It's, I mean, we you know as I say, we're a small company. It's it's lovely to get that direct feedback. Hmm. And uh, some other questions, uh, not from anyone, just just things that we want we want to we want to ask. Sure. Would you guys consider putting a game out as a PSP mini? No, you, this is. Um, yeah, this is where I, I, I show my uh, the holes in my knowledge because I know a little bit about about these PSP minis and there is a limit on how big they can be, isn't there? Yeah, these games. Big. Now PSP Pixel Junk um, Monsters Deluxe for the PSP is, as I understand it, I could be wrong here. I think, I think it's something like 68 megabytes. Okay. Um, which makes it far too big for a mini, isn't it? I think is a mini 10 megs. I think so, I yeah. Think it's around that, yeah. Yeah, so mm, ten megs—that's not much. It would have to be one D. Hard to get anything really substantial in there. Yeah, I mean, again, I mean, if, I suppose that's something our programmers would relish. You know, you just—you got ten megs, do your best. You know, and uh, um, but no, I mean, I couldn't—I couldn't rule it out. But uh, it's not something that we have on our on our really on the front of our radar screens at the moment. Okay. Fair I, enough. I mean, again, I think that's something. That's something. You know, the, the PSP minis, is, is this, these, these tiny little games have only existed for two weeks, haven't they? So, you yeah. know, it's yeah. something we need to see how that market's going to work out. I presume. I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I haven't bugged the office of the the the, the CEO of Sony Computer Entertainment, but I guess they're looking at the Apple Store, uh, the app, the App Store on, on the iPhone. Oh yeah. And yeah. thinking, oh, well, they're definitely know. trying to. Check that out, right? Yeah. So, no, fair, I mean, fair play. Apple did a great job with the iPhone. So, oh, they're doing a great job with the iPhone. So, it's, um, you know, let's see how that goes. Hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, I think they're charging, what, 10 bucks, like American, for Tetris as a mini, which mm. seems a bit dodgy. Mm, mm, yeah, I mean, I don't, again, I mean, I've got an iPhone, so I'm trying to think that would be a 1,000 yen. Yeah, yeah. $10. Exactly, yeah. I'm trying to think if there are any thousand yen games. I mean, I'm sure there are, but they're not not that many, you know. You could make one and then use it to fund the making of your next game. Well, yeah. (laughs) The flower. Flower. Yeah, the the flower one, yeah. Pixel Junk bouquet. (laughs) 
Yeah. Um, will Pixel Junk Shooter be playable through uh, PS3 remote play like Monsters and Even? The so oh I see so you have it playing on your PS3 and then you pick up your PSP and then you you play yeah, yeah. that's the one thing yeah I believe so yes. Very cool. I've been um, screwing around with Eden on the PSP through mm-hmm. the remote play and it, it works quite well. There's like just a like half second delay, but it's really not noticeable. It's sure, really, yeah. That's um, we had a I don't know if it was a journalist. I think it was a journalist who, who told me that um, for like six months solid, he played Eden on his PSP with headphones on before he went to sleep. It was what he'd used to knock himself out. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, it is a bit this, hypnotic. Yeah, this trancey music and stuff, and then he'd just pass out and wake up the next day with a in his yeah. face and head, headphones half on, half off, you know. Yeah. yeah. Fall into some <laughs> coma, yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Dangerous stuff. Yeah. Um, do you guys plan on releasing the game on the same day worldwide? Um, I think, well, that's something... Because we, we publish, we self-publish in Japan. Uh, but in the United States, or well, say, I should say North America, in North America and in Europe, uh, we have the uh, considerable and generous help of Sony Computer Entertainment and Sony Computer Entertainment Europe. Uh-huh. Um, and I think I think that it would be it would be nice, but I think it might be a bit difficult. Yeah. Right. So at the moment, I believe we're saying December for J- for Japan. That's that's all I can say, and I, I, and I, and I apologise to Europe and North America for not being able to say anything more. That'll be May I'll next be... year, will it, for us? But, <laughs> hopefully it won't be that, yeah. May, coming, <laughs> May 2016. Yeah, that's so, it. We'll look forward yeah. to it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> on the PlayStation 5. Yeah, <laughs> I know uh, a lot of developers have trouble with that, because... Uh, releasing in Europe, they've got to translate it in so many languages. And yeah, but we're not. I mean, it's not that text-heavy a game. Thankfully. Yeah. So, yeah, um, I would have thought. Yeah. It's not. Um, That's why an RPG wouldn't work. So. Yeah. <laughs> God, that would take you. with PAL and SICAM and all that sort of thing. You know, you, mm. you need to do different the region testing and stuff. But uh, no, you know, it uh, if if not same day, then there or thereabouts. That that would be our aim. Hmm. Cool. Uh, any news on custom soundtrack support? Well, um, last I heard, and uh, we one of the reasons we we were excited about Shooter, and we hope that people are going to be excited about Shooter, is the um, Dr. Alex Patterson, and we got to provide the music. Um, the gentleman from the Orb, who you might remember from the early nineties, uh, kind of pioneering trance trance mm-hmm. band. Um, right. the orb and Dr. Dr. Alex has, has, has come up with some absolutely wonderful music for us for this game so is he a real doctor? Um, I, I presume that's PhD, a PhD not, not MBCHB yeah so I don't know though I should probably I'll, I'll choke on some food in front of him next time and I'll see if he saves me <laughs> or he just goes interesting you know and yeah. stares at me like a scientist <laughs> as I go blue uh, uh, yeah. so um, no, I, I think we, we'd like people to to listen to the music that uh, Doctor Alex has has arranged for the game because it's it's um, it's especially for the game and in certain situations, you know, it's it's mm. it's going to add to your enjoyment. Well, it should add to your enjoyment all the way through the game. Yeah, okay. sure. Um, and is there any co-op play? And if so, can you talk about what it involves? 
there's local co-ops, so you need to be standing next to each other or sitting next to each other. Um, and yes, there is. Um, you, you've got to do a bunch of stuff um, together. Uh, one of the one of the levels is um, magnetic goo. I, I should come up with a better wow. name for it, but it's, it's, it's kind of black <laughs> magnetic goo that act, right. it essentially acts like fast flowing mercury. So if it right. tu- if it touches the survivors or touches your craft, that's not good. It will basically kill whatever it touches. Um, right. And your craft is magnetized. You find that out the first time you fly any anywhere near this goo, and it will just come towards you. Right. But yeah. there's there's also a, in various stages you um, you become in the nicest way you become repulsive. Wow. Um, you you pick up this repulsion suit, let's say, and you um, you reverse the polarization of the magnetism on your ship, so you push you push the stuff away. So if you're playing two-player co-op, the other player has to stay very close to you because all around that repulsive player <laughs> is right. um, like a uh, a goo-free zone. Okay. Uh, wow. So they, you have to be. Oh yeah, you have to communicate very closely and and mm. make that work. In terms of the uh, repulsiveness, is it is it a bit like maths that if you're already repulsive and then you become repulsive, do you become attractive? Um, you so let me think. The default is attractive, right? Uh, so you're going to attract this goo, and then only by putting on the repulsive suit. <laughs> Which sounds like some horrible suit that your grand knitted you. Charity shop. 15th birthday or something. Yeah, so you, you don your repulsive suit and then you're going to push this stuff away from you. So, um, yeah, that's that's basically how it works. I, I don't know if that answers the question, but that's it's it's quite simple. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. Lovely. Mm. I look forward to donning mine. Yeah, because, I mean, I imagine a lot of other developers, they would just throw in some, you know, easy co-op play just to say that it's in the game but I mean it sounds like you guys spent a lot of time on it and... yeah no it's it's fun I mean you do a lot of talking to each other and shouting at each other and stuff and uh, you know it's uh, uh, you need to be yeah you need to communicate you can't just sit there in silence and uh, um, mm. and play so yeah you have to communicate that's that's what we liked about that very cool mm-hmm uh how many levels are there in the game? Uh, levels is a difficult way to, 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 to put it. So I'll, uh, let me put it this way. So you, you, a shooter, you have the first subterranean level on the planet that you're exploring in your craft, and that's um, lava, magma, and water. That's, that, that's the two fluids there. And you go a little right. bit deeper into the planet, and you find an ice level, and there's, there's ice uh, and magma. And so obviously when the ice magma meets, you're going to have water or some, some might just directly sublimate to gas. Yeah. And then the lower, the level below that is this magnetic goo. And when this magnetic goo comes into contact with water, you get poison gas. So oh. those, they're, they're the three, I'd say, I want to say worlds, worlds or levels, I guess. And in each in each world, you have maybe five or six different stages. Okay. Cool. How long do uh, you um, each little bit would take to complete each stage? Well, yeah, it's a good question. I think in terms of total gameplay, 
Uh, now you've got a good few hours there, really, if you're trying to rescue every survivor. Because by picking up every survivor, every every now and again you pick up a survivor that has a story to tell. Because you don't really know why you're there and why you've got this job to rescue right. survivors. You're just, you know, you're just a hero. You're just naturally doing it, and then you're going to find out why you have this magnificent craft that can guide you through all these these. Uh, labyrinthine chambers and things and and why the situation on this subterranean world is is like it is um so if you keep chipping away at it now you could be there for a considerable amount of time no i'd say oh yeah six eight hours something like that or perhaps more um would you plan on supporting shooter with dlc like you have done with titles in the past are we talking like expansion packs here and things like things like that yeah core and things well, that, yeah, I think that really just depends on and in, it's the same thing that happened with Eden and with Monsters if, if the reaction is good and the reaction is favourable from the from the punters then um, we, we will respond um, so it's it's. Um, I mean this is what, what is nice about self-publishing really you know a company imagine if we were talking five years ago about a company of 40 people publishing their own games you know that would be you know, it would be very difficult to talk about that, wouldn't it? Yeah. You know, we'd have this image of 40 people packing boxes of DVDs, wouldn't we, really? Or <laughs> yeah. Selling them on street corners or something, you know. So, um, that you know, things have changed a lot. PSN just really helps. Like. Oh, yeah, it's, it's fantastic. I mean, it's, it's great. And I'm sure it's the same over on, on, on Xbox Live Arcade as well. You know, that's... Uh, um, the, the fact that you don't got... uh, We don't like to talk about that here. <laughs> <laughs> um or even, you know, the other lot, WeWare or whatever it is, you know, it's... Uh, Don't like that. It's the, yeah. the, the, <laughs> the principle is the same, isn't it? You you, you go direct to market, so... Um, and I think, you know, that for, a, for a small company like us, and, or a medium-sized company like us, let's say, it's, uh, it's, it's, incredibly, it's intensely liberating. It's great. And, and what that means is you can get a lot of two-way conversation. You can get... You find out pretty, pretty clearly from... The, the public, the buying public, what they like and what they don't, and, and if you've done something right, and some things you could have done better, or you know. Mm. So um, yeah, so I, I guess to answer your question, yeah, if, if if they like shooter and they want more shooter, then um, hope hopefully you know we, we we could make some more shooter. But you know, really, first we need to put out um, Pixel Junk Shooter and, uh, and and sit back and wave wait for wait for the love. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're very much looking forward to it. Um, so this is a personal one from me. Um, I really loved the soundtrack to uh, Eden, um, and it was released on PSN as a download for, I mean, in the UK it was £2, £3. It was mm. incredibly cheap considering mm. how much there was. Um, would you like to see something like this with the music from Shooter? Yeah, well, uh, the the artist we used, we collaborated with with uh, on Pixel Junk Eden was is a, a local chap here in Kyoto called uh, Tomohisa Kuromitsu. Um, his his artistic name is Bayon. That's that's probably the name that you've heard. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. related to to Pixel Junk Eden. Now Bayon is a, is a DJ and an artist and, and this that and the other, and he's a uh, um, he's he's uh, very eager to 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 have his music listen to it in as many places as possible. I think most artists are, aren't they? Um, mm. So he was, yeah, he was very uh, open to, to having uh, his music available on the PSN. 
Um, you know, working with um, with Dr. Alex and Dr. Alex is, and with all with all due respect to Bion, um, Alex Patterson is you know, his work with the Orb and his work since then. He's he's a uh, he, he's a big name, you know. So uh, that's something I think we'd have to 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 talk, be very sensitive about the way we we approach that with with him because you know it's it's uh, um, music is is very important to him and uh the way we treat his music is is very important to him so yeah um we have to sure. i mean i i i understand where your question's coming from but uh i guess we'll have to say watch this space <laughs> cool um right final question how much will the game cost and when is the planned release we sort of know it's about may next year <laughs> I can't. <laughs> well, let's. Um, what I can tell you is that uh, uh, what we have finalised. I don't think we have a finalised price for uh, Japan yet, but uh, um, and for overseas territories. But December uh, two thousand and nine, which is in what's that? Six weeks, something like that. Yep. Uh, wow. Six seven weeks is going to be released. Is the release date? Uh, well, the release month, let's say for. Uh, okay. And uh, for other territories, Europe, North America, uh, as I say, we don't want to keep you guys waiting for that. So um, maybe about January, February time. Yeah, uh, or, or, or even you know, we'll, we'll basically we'll do the best we can. You know. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd love to have them all come out in the same month. Cool. Mm. Yeah. Um, well, I think that's about it. Okay. Lovely. Well, thank you very much for joining us. Not at all, not at all. I, um... It has been an honour. Oh, it's been fun. And uh, I'm sure we'll speak to you again at some point in the future. Wonderful. <laughs> Couldn't sound more excited if you tried. <laughs> no, I'm just, I just saw my kid walk past and he's on the way to the toilet and his trousers are already around his ankles. <laughs> That's, uh, wow. Yeah, yeah, it's all happening that at home. <laughs> well... Good luck with that. Thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, good luck with the game. And uh, very much look forward to playing it. That's great. I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Okay, thank you very much. All right, take care. Thank you. See you. Bye-bye.